TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We'll look at things like we always do, and we've got to continue to, to work at it. That's where it starts, is focus on, obviously the season just got over, but we'll turn over every leaf this offseason, and you know I'm fully confident in this football team, fully confident in our staff, and we're within a whisker of tying that game and maybe even taking the lead there against the defending world champs. So again, we just didn't do enough, starting with me, just didn't do enough tonight to win this game. Bills head coach Sean McDermott. Last night after the game and another loss to the Chiefs on McDermott's resume, another playoff loss, and we're we're nearing historic territory when you see that there are stats I'm watching on TV, scroll across every other minute, of, oh, the Bills have the most wins in a five-year period ever without winning the Super Bowl, and Allen this and that without ever winning a Super Bowl, and just not... Not fun. Not fun. 803 is the phone number. Sal's in the locker room. We will go right to him and a player uh, the moment they come. So just a heads up. We'll take a couple phone calls here because we have a bunch that have been waiting on hold for a while. But, again, if someone comes to the mic, we are going to put you back on hold for a moment and then uh, get to you later. So Bill's locker room clean-out day continues here in the Extra Point Show. Let's go to the phones. Go to Mark in West Seneca. Hey, Mark. Hey, Joe. How are you? Good, Mark. It's good as as good as you can be. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'm 65 years old. I've been a Bills fan since about 1965, and this one really hurts. This one really, really hurts. Um, I was a season ticket holder for over 30 years, and and again, this one really hurts. Um, I, I a couple a lot of things are going through my mind, um, but uh, I didn't really call for this originally. But uh, I heard a caller earlier. You know, stop talking about Sean McDermott, and I I just want to make a comment about that. Uh, for all those people out there who are going to now beat the drum to have Sean fired, I hope they two things. I hope they realize um, number one what they're in for if they do that. Uh, the instability of the organization, what is going, which would be inevitable starting from scratch. Number one, you don't know if Brandon Bean would stay. Okay, if that ever happened. Uh, and secondly, who are they going to hire? Who's out there? Who are they guaranteed to hire? And is that person somebody that um, is going to take us over the top like they think it's going to automatically just happen because they have a different kind of mindset about offensive football well, or whatever? Let me, if I could just bring in for one moment, Mark, on that. If, if I could play the role of the, the, the callers that do want McDermott out, wouldn't the counter to that be that – if this job was available because Josh Allen is the quarterback, that it would be the number one job. So I'm not even saying you should want these guys, but whether you're Belichick or Harbaugh or Vrabel or any of these offensive wizards that might become coaches, like don't the Bills shoot to the top of the list for all of those guys? You said the key word in there when you asked me the question, and that key word is if. Don't you think if, 
wouldn't this be if is this if mm-hmm. the number one? You know, you, there's no. My point is that there's no guarantees. You are offering up instability within the yeah. organization. Hey, Mark, I'm sorry. Moment. I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, I'll go back to you too if we have time. But uh, Gabe Davis is up with uh, the media. Makes things complicated for upstairs. So, are you expecting it to go to March? Yeah. So you're expecting it to go to free agency? Did you broadcast that to them? Is that your choice to want to go to free agency? I mean, I think they know. Yeah, we've, we've talked before. So, would you would you be open to coming back and working on something to be back in Buffalo next year? Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to catch the ball, and it just felt like in the offense they just asked you to do so many things that weren't involved with catching the ball. You know what I mean? Running clear out routes and all that. Was that getting to be frustrating by the end? Uh, it can be frustrating at times, but you know, uh, any way I can help the team win is what I'll do, and I feel like that's what they feel like my role could be here. So that's what I that's what I did. Would you like to be back? Is that something you're interested to talk to them about? Yeah, I mean, you know, Buffalo. I've been in Buffalo four years. It's the first place I've been drafted. You know, why would I not want to stay? But, again, you know, I went the whole season and there was nothing. So, obviously, going to go to March. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. For Sorry, guys. Trying to set my mic in there. Um, what happens in the locker room, we can only do audio, and I think some of the um, video media wants to get Gabe outside, so we're going to duck out so they can have a chance to do that. And I'll peek around the corner and see who else I can grab for you here. All right. Sal Capaccio down in the locker room. Man, we only got a little bit there from Gabe Davis, but I, I, I think we got most of what we needed. I, me and Josh just said the same thing to each other. You know, 30 seconds after he got going, which is, oh, man, Gabe is so gone. So gone. I mean, you never know, right? We thought Matt Milano was gone, uh, and he came back. But, man, hearing him talk about, like, yeah, I'm going to free agency, and, like, there was no talks throughout the year. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it sounded uh, pretty telling to me. It, it was just, you know, it could have sounded differently. It could have sounded, like, more towards want to work out a deal here that's priority one, you know. He's not saying that that can't happen. Again, the Milano example, we all thought he was going to be gone, so it could happen. But I, at 30 seconds to a minute of Gabe Davis, I feel like I got I got a, a message there. that No, he's, he's, let's just say it this way, he's very willing to talk to other teams. I think the difference with Milano, though, was like Milano had such a different season than mm-hmm. what Gabe Davis had sure. this year. Like, I mean, it's no knock on Gabe Davis, but like, it's just, you no, look I at mean, the way that they're... But no, you're right. The point is right. He's not Matt Milano. Yeah. He's not an all-pro wide receiver. So no, you're right on that. Um, But he is a receiver, and receivers do fetch a pretty penny once in a while. Depends on the year. Last year was a year where the top receivers, Juju and Lazard, and those guys did not really cash in, did not get big deals. But the year before, there was a premium. Christian Kirk got $16 million a year. Um... 
My takeaway from that Gabe Davis clip is I am not expecting him to be back. I wasn't really expecting him to be back in the first place. And listen, we'll talk about Diggs. There are some numbers that are floating around social media right now. Like, man, this guy fell off a cliff in the second half of the year. How much can you count on him as a number one going forward? Or are we entering a phase where Diggs is a really good number two or a low-end one instead of an elite one? Because the number two on this team is probably gone. And if he is, I like Shakir. Shakir can't be your second best receiver. Shakir can't be your best receiver. Most reliable. I I like him in the slot. You got to have another separator, a producer, a consistent weapon in that Gabe Davis spot. It will be imperative that they replace that with with a high talent level. Try to improve on it, not just replace it. Anyways, 8030550 is the phone number. All right, um, let's bring Sal in. Sal, uh, interesting comments from Gabe Davis there, right? Like, again, I'm not saying he's definitely gone, but um, definitely sounded like someone that's willing to talk to other teams. Oh, his intention is to go to free agency and test his market, but I asked him plain out, would you want to come back to Buffalo? He said, of course. He said, here's my read on it. I've gotten to know Gabe pretty well here. I think over the last couple of seasons, my read on it is Gabe Davis would love to come back to Buffalo, but you know, he's going to test the market and he wants to be here, but he also knows that his value is higher somewhere else. Then, you know, that's going to be the decision he'll make and he'll make a, a business decision. We'll see. I'm going to follow Dawson Knox out, guys, and then we'll get a microphone in his face and see what we can do. So hold on one second here. I think Dawson is going to talk to the media here in one second. But, yeah, I think that's the case. And yep. um asked him straight up and he said, yeah, he'd love to be able to come back. This is uh, Dawson Knox. How do you wrap your head around it just being this team once again that, that sends you guys home? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll sink in. Um, but they're a heck of a team. I mean, they played an amazing ball game. And, um, again, it just gives you things you got to work on. I think this feeling right here is really what you got to remember to motivate you going forward. And, I'm, you know, I'll be going into year six. Um, we've won the division four years in a row. Um Made the playoffs all five years of my career, but still feels nowhere near satisfying. So um, I think it's important to be grateful for where you're at because there's guys I came into the league with that haven't even touched the playoffs yet. Um, So you can't be, I guess you can't discount what you've already accomplished so far, but at the same time, you know, everyone has that goal of winning a Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, there's one team out of 32 that gets to do that, but this feeling of just coming up short um, is important to, uh, I think, just marinate and motivate you for next year. Would you like to see Joe Brady come back as offensive coordinator after the job he did? Absolutely love Joe. Um, he came in at a point where it was, you know, it, there was a lot of um, question marks on how our season was going to go. We were 6-6. Six and six. I think I saw somewhere where we had a 0.1% chance to get the two seed. Um, and he did an incredible job. He's got all the love and respect of everyone on this offense. Um, and I know I can speak confidently for everyone. Um, he loves us. We love him. He loves watching us party in the end zone. Um, he creates confidence in everybody. Um, it was very, very fun to be a part of his offense over the last few weeks. Hey, Dawson, when you came back from your injury, what kind of feel did you get about how you and Dalton can be worked out there together and open things up for each other moving forward? 
Yeah, I mean, Dalton's obviously an incredible player. Um, it was so fun playing with him this year. He's wise beyond his years. Um, and on the field, you can't tell that he's a rookie. Um, but I think just the more explosive, the more versatile parts you can have on the field at the same time, the better off the offense is going to be. Um, so now I think we're going to really, we're going to truly have a full year to prepare um, with both of us to kind of utilize, I think, both of us in, in a system together. So I think, you know, last year, obviously, we weren't really sure who we were drafting. And then it's kind of like a crash course. He's a rookie. His head's been spinning. He's coming off a of college season. But now going into year two for him um, and having a whole year to kind of create a new identity, um, I think is going to be huge. When you reflect on that for you going into year two, what can you help him with to say, hey, first year is so tough with the offseason you have, you don't know where you're going to live, all those kinds of things, and how much it helped you, how can you help him now? Oh, yeah. Um, I'll be there for him, whatever he needs. Um, he's already got you know some good setups for his offseason. But I think first and foremost, the most important thing is just to step away for a minute. Um, if you try to go straight back into working out or if you kind of – just hone in on where you came up short or things you can do differently and just keep thinking about football 24-7. Eventually, you're going to hit a breaking point. So I think it's important to step away, um, take a deep breath, let your body recover, um, and just mentally prepare yourself to just chill and get ready for next year. Dustin, you talked about the feeling of coming up short. Is it a little bit of a Groundhog's Day feeling coming up short again, obviously at the hands of Kansas City? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think it's just a testament to them, too what they've been able to do. Um, I think I've gone to the AFC Championship every year um, since I've been in the league. Um, so just, you know, they're at that top of that mountain that we want to be at. So um, in order to be the best, you got to be the best. And I think, you know, next season we definitely want to be that team. So um, definitely a little Groundhog's Day feeling, and I can't really put my finger on one thing or one particular thing we could have done differently. But um, we got all the talent in the world, and I know that this team's going to be – motivated as ever um, coming off of this one. That is tight end Dawson Knox. Back to you guys. I know you got a break to take, so we'll let you do that right here. Thank you, Sal. We'll go right back to a break and uh, see what we wrap up with. Maybe we'll get another player sound, and uh, if you're on hold, stay there. We'll have coverage throughout the day. Here on the Next Point Show, football for Monday here on WGR. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.